We are Soul Sisters. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban, and me, Tara Machaco, as we walk in each other's shoes and explore our very different lives. Grab your soul sister to listen and laugh as we share stories of family, work, and small personal disasters. We're We're not perfect, but but nobody is. Hi, everyone. We're back. This week, we are talking about back to school, but not for me. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm a little bit jealous. This is your first August, September, that you are not preparing to go into a classroom or a computer room. So talk about that. How do you feel? So crazy. Uh, I actually never really even talked about the fact that I left my job. (laughs) That is true. Well, that's true because this all happened over. So, yeah. So um, I I left my teaching job in January. Of how many years you were there, right? 17 years. uh, 14 years because I took a couple years maternity or 13 years and four years maternity. But I like to say 17. It sounds a lot better. So this will be, yeah, my first year um, not going back to school. It feels kind of weird. So I left my teaching position to take another position um, down at Wilkes mm-hmm. and it didn't work out and uh, we're fine with it, right? Um, backup plan is to be self, actually self-employed. I actually had to check a box the other day that said, what is your job? And I, I put self-employed. That was the first time I did that. Probably felt really weird. It did. It felt really weird. Because you're so used to employed full-time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So self-employed. And I feel like there are a lot of people that with COVID kind of felt that, yeah, maybe there's something else I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are just not doing anything. <laughs> but um, I am working with our businesses that we have. So it's not that I'm just sitting home and making bread all day. Yeah, well, you've become a very good um, shed salesperson. Yeah, so I am selling sheds and doing some landscaping um, online stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm using my tech skills more. And yeah. Which is really cool. cool. But it was great having you at Wilkes when you were there because this kind of got the, the podcast ideas back up and running because we would go for walks every day and lunch around Wilkesbury and kind of chit chat and all of, all those conversations I wish we had recorded the conversations of the walks because they could have been podcasts on themselves because it wasn't it wasn't like talking about like you know what are we doing with our lives it was like no. random stuff like right. the, and we're the, like how we're going to save the world <laughs> we have a plan of how we're going to save the world how we're going to make more money how we're going to you know eat healthy how we're, we're going, going to, to enjoy our lives and, yeah. and live in the moment and try try to be more about that and try to take time for ourselves and actually do things and more power to you and credit to you. You're doing it. Yeah. And, and you're doing it. And you're fortunate. The thing is, you're fortunate enough yes. to be able to do I'm that. I'm very grateful that I have the opportunity that I could kind of, you know, do my own thing. And it feels good. It honestly does. I'm I, hoping someday you could join me <laughs> and um, do your yeah. own thing. I, I think maybe if I win the lottery or something like that, it might yes. it might happen. But I think your your kind of your kind of life has changed a little bit. You you used to have to run the kids all over the place, but now I feel like you're doing that more and you're doing it more often. And you but with that, you get to spend time with your kids more more time with them. Right. And I think that's my biggest thing is like, it used to feel like such a chore mm-hmm. because like working all day and then having to run the kids and then figure out dinner. And I've always been off for the summer. So it really kind of is like, you know, the same, but yeah. I am like grateful now that I have that opportunity to like spend the time with the kids and be able to drive them knowing that when I was nine to five in those three months, <laughs> in my three months of nine to five, I have no idea 
how people spend 30 years nine to five. Um, I, I, three months and I was like, how do people sit in an office all day? I just, it just baffles me. Well, but yeah. think about, we talked, we talked last week about the co- how COVID changed everything. COVID is changing the nine to five. Like, I don't know if you saw, I think it's in the UK. They went to a four day trial work week. Did you see this on no. CNN? Or on the, I think it popped up on one of, one of the apps on Twitter. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on social media right. way too much, um, <laughs> but it popped up and they went to like, I think the last three months or so they've been doing a four day work week trial. And like, it's just, that's amazing. If that comes here, that's going to be amazing. Right. I mean, it doesn't affect me and my job because of what I do. Right. But I, I think so many people since COVID have now gone to like the hybrid model or they or they completely work from home. So much of so many people. And I just hope they don't put school four days. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing. Except for you, maybe four days a week at the college level would be great. Oh, and that would you be could, great. Yeah. But it's still one of the to recruit. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, but there's things that you're doing besides coaching that you, you know, you kind of. Yeah stuck with with COVID and so forth yeah so it's not really like you know finding your passion and doing things that you enjoy yeah I did my first summer this year of AAU basketball and I haven't done that in like 10 years wow um and it was great everybody everybody would say to me god how are you doing that on top of what you're doing isn't it tiring yeah it's tiring but at the same time you're keeping yourself active and you're keeping yourself like challenging yourself and you're kind of learning learning more about you as a person as a coach strategy wise I feel like it's keeping me on my toes right um so I I loved it and I started out of that started doing more lessons that I did prior to COVID and now I'm able to able to be back doing individual lessons and private training like which, going back to like what you what, how you started yeah and how because you do it the, the profession I'm in you're not doing it for the money unless right. you're at you know Duke or North Carolina or right. those schools you're doing this because you love teaching the game the game that I coach and and I think um I kind of found my passion again to be able to do that in, in working with some of the younger females around here. Right. Um, so I think that was kind of cool too. Well, because I think what happens, like it becomes tedious. Like I think that's what happened with me in teaching. Like, yes. I was kind of going in and going through the motions and it was like Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. And I just knew I couldn't do it anymore. There mm-hmm. are people that probably do that for like 20 years, right? Yep. Go, and, through, yeah. go through life and, uh, you know, just being tedious and, I think that finding something that you enjoy doing is so important, mm-hmm. like something for yourself. Well, think about what COVID kind of taught everybody. Like anything at any moment can be taken from you, right? right? So you appreciate so many little things so much more. So I think through that, everybody had to kind of find different things that they could do outside of the, outside the box, outside of what the norm was. And you're, you're really taking time because that's all you had was time because right. you're stuck in the house pretty much or stuck wherever you're at. Um, to find what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I think if, you, if you're if you in a nine-to-five job and you have nothing that you're passionate about, that's torture. Right. If you're going to work every day, you're doing not the same exact it. thing, watching the clock, thinking, okay, I get to clock out in 10 minutes, I'm going to go home, eat dinner, do this, and you get on such a routine where you become so complacent and bored. Mm-hmm. I think you have to find something that you're passionate about and you have to make the time for yourself to do those things. Right. And, and you're probably starting to see now that you have a little bit more time to be able to, hey, if you want to pick up a book, if you want to get up in the morning, pick up a book, have coffee on your deck, you could go right. do that. Right. In September. In September. Well, I mean, I'm not there yet. And then I'll be like searching for things. But no, right. you're right. And the thing is, it's funny because I feel that I can't give myself permission sometimes to do those things mm-hmm. because I'm like out of guilt. Like I, it's just a whole new role for me mm-hmm. to be like, 
you know, oh gosh, I, I, I think I should probably should be doing this or I'm home. So I should be cleaning up like, mm-hmm. or, which I hate cleaning. And, yeah. and so it's not like any doing anything for myself, but it's funny because when I meditate every day, um, I kind of say the same thing about <laughs> what I want to do for the day. My intention to do something for myself and um, is go through like the notes of the different books that yeah. I'm reading. So I think I showed you the picture mm-hmm. the one day. Uh, so I have a notebook and I have all these post-its of all the books that I've ever read, like notes from the books. And then I kind of write my own summary. So I'm almost through a book from last year's PSSA. <laughs> so it would have been okay. Like, well, that's a good like, start though. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm almost through just the notes. So, I mean, I read the book and it's just kind of putting the notes, but every day I, my intention is to do some of the, the that's like, good. Do some of my notes and maybe once or twice a week I get to it. Okay. But I think I have to schedule it back in. That's something in September I'll do. Well, I keep saying like I'm going to read books, read books, read books, read books. And then I actually had COVID two weeks ago and that was the first time all summer that I picked up a book. Right. And it was the book that I gave you six months ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. About boundaries, boundaries, which is very good. Yes. It's very good. But I actually sat down and started reading it because I thought I don't, what am I going to do? I could sit here and watch Netflix all day, or I could pick up a book and actually start this. Right. So I feel like once you start doing that, it's it it becomes it comes natural, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to keep reading this. I want to keep doing this. Yeah, but again, like you said, it's about the choices. choices. We all have the choice. We all have choices to mm-hmm. make, right? So it's about kind of making those choices. There's some people that talk about doing mm-hmm. things, um, like those people. There were some people like during COVID, they basically wrote a book. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they were like, "Oh, during COVID, I I lost fifty pounds and wrote, and wrote a book." <laughs> okay, we're not those no, people. We are we're not. not we are not. We're just finding ourselves. Yes. yes. Yeah. We, finding we didn't happiness <laughs> and boundaries. Yeah. God, I think back. I think back to that. Like, think about that. God, what was it like? Four month span where we literally were you were on lockdown pretty much. Right. And I don't know like, why we didn't record then because we had all the time in the world. All the time to in the world. Sit. Well, because exactly. at that point you were like Zoom was becoming becoming like normal I don't think we knew enough about it about it yet how to do all that but like I think back to that I think what did I do with those four months right just a waste of time yeah because all we kept everybody kept thinking well when is it going to end well when Mm -hmm. is it going to end instead of using that time and like and I think as it went on like for for me as a college basketball coach we went through it multiple times Mm -hmm. like even this past January we went through it where we had like a four week span where we were getting shut down. You were getting, because if somebody tested positive, you were still dealing with it. Right. So I think when it got to that point, like this past year, you started to learn more about, well, you don't know how long this is going to be. You got to, you have to take advantage of every minute and go back, goes back to the choices. Mm -hmm. When you wake up every morning, you have a choice. When I get up out of bed, how am I going to approach the day today? What do I want to get done? And whether you write a list of it, it's good every day to be able, like you check you're something check off. Oh, off. it feels so good when oh, you're like, I, I got it, my to-do list. Like I, I have a notebook it. of a to-do list every day, and when I see those lines crossing it off, it's like yes, it feels so good. Yeah. I know I tell the kids that all the time, uh, but I think because we're visual, I mean they're like, oh, okay, I'll put it in my notes on my phone. I'm like, it's not the same. <laughs> I have to write it. I have I to know, write it. It's not the same because that feeling of crossing the feeling it crossing off. I even got to the point now where I got I have my Apple Pen on my iPad and I write the notes in the note app on my iPad mm-hmm. so that I'm actually physically writing it somewhere, but it's still, I could see it if I open my phone. Right. Um, so the technology part of our COVID too is gone. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so what other things now going back to school though? Yes. So you mentioned like, so do you think going into the season, it's going to be like a normal season? Uh, knock on wood. I think, um, I think it's probably going to be the first normal season that we've had in two years. I think the way things are going and the way it sounds um, you know, they're becoming a little bit, they're not, they're not doing the testing as much on, on campuses. 
we will probably get get back to almost normalcy. I think there's still some some schools that are going to offer some of those hybrid online type classes. Um, right. I think that schools did learn throughout this process that you could you could still have 20 students in a classroom and then still have five of them that choose to take it online because it worked. Oh yeah, just like people that learned that you don't have to come into an office every day exactly. and you could get your work done. Exactly, home. exactly. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited. I know you're, you're excited for your new chapter of not getting, in September, going into a classroom. I'm excited to get back to some sort of normalcy and be able to see, knowing that we're going to see everybody on campus yeah. in a few weeks and like have everybody back and That's not exciting. have to be in masks and, and to be able to do things that kind of are, are almost normal you know for, for us this year we have a trip plan that we're gonna we're doing an overnight trip in Springfield Massachusetts Ooh, um, two nights like we're in the, the past two years we weren't allowed to do that because of, because of COVID so I'm excited about that that's exciting to get back to some sort of normalcy so yeah so taking and we talk about this all the time getting up and doing something yeah. about it just not just bitching all day about yeah or complain yeah. complain yeah yeah, take advantage of the time that you have here. I think as you're getting older, too, you start to think, oh, boy. Like, I know. Well, that was, like, recently, Alan Stein, which we talk about a lot, he had shared an article that he wrote about time, and, and it really hit home because it was like, you're like, there is no way that you could have more time. No. You know, like, and Lucas and I have talked to have this conversation, like, there's well, everybody's given 24 hours and it's what you make out of it and I think that as a parent it's as my kids are getting older I'm like oh gosh like the, the clock is ticking yeah. right so they I think he used the analogy of like the hourglass like yeah. there's no way to get that sand, sand. to mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. it's just it's just moving yeah and for you as the mom you start to see it and you like start to see your kids getting older and you want to spend more time with them and you want to be doing more things with them. But on the flip side of it, I'm sure you're starting to see they want to be out with their friends. They want to be going to do these things. So it's like, how do you balance that out and how do you get them to, to be more involved in that kind of stuff? Um, and also teaching them that, Hey, you have to, you have to take advantage of the time you have with your family and friends. Right. Yeah. Same thing though with you with coaching, because you have to teach that to your players. <laughs> <laughs> time management. 101. Well, that well, should actually is, be a college course. Tell me on a bit 101. It should be. But you know what, too? Like, everybody always jokes, like, I don't have kids. But I do. I have 20 kids. Right. I have 20 players on my roster right now that I'm a, mo- I'm a mom away from home for those 20 kids. You are. And and when you think about it, like, you're, you're talking about 20 different personalities, 20 different sets of values that they come from, 20 different character, character traits, like, different things that you're trying to make sure that you're taking care of all of them. That's a job. That's a job in itself outside like really? of the X's and O's and the teaching, oh coaching games and things like that. 20 you know, girls on well, the bus. Well, you're, <laughs> that sounds like a horror movie. There were, there were 20 girls. Well, no, you know what's a horror movie? 20 girls in hotel rooms oh, on, on New Year's Eve. God. So that, that'll be another whole episode that we're going to talk about because in all the years that I've been doing this, we've done trips everywhere. We did, we did Nashville and we spent every time we normally do this we're New Year's Eve somewhere right so we've been to Nashville we've been to Orlando we were in um, Universal Studios on New Year's Eve the worst one was we went to Vegas and we, were, we had all of our players in Vegas on New Year's Eve and you're trying to keep track of them all so that's a nightmare right there in itself so that's choices we make yes and you know what we do these things because you want to make sure that you're giving everybody that you're working with whether it be you as a teacher, you as a, a, a mom, as a coach, whatever it might be, you want to give everybody the best possible experience in everything that you're doing. So you go out of your way to, to do your best to do that. 
we're making choices to make sure that we give everybody the best the best experience you can and we're trying to trying to say hey we've been there we've done that we've walked through those shoes. we've yeah. walked through we've walked that path here's some things that maybe we did that we were good here's some things that maybe we would change right mm -hmm. exactly time and making choices, <laughs> choices. And, but again it's teaching you're trying to lead by example for your team and as I am for my kids mm -hmm. you know time management and and putting those boundaries up that you talked about you like one of the big boundaries that I did was taking Facebook off my phone mm -hmm. because I wanted to show my kids that I could put that boundary up and I wanted them to have some sort of boundary around social media so I think again it's, it's about teaching the next generation make good choices mm -hmm. and when they make bad choices that you know it happens it's nobody's gonna cover it up for nope. you and there's no way to get you out of that it's just you they gotta sit back and let mm -hmm. them feel those hard choices yep. and teach them how to get back up and teach them how to be present that was a good idea with the, the phone that's, that's yeah. also teaching them to be off their phones a little bit more too being present yeah. yes yeah all right so until next time um we are the soul sisters podcast and we will be back next week with another episode